0: My guest today joins me from Sydney, Australia. He is Jamie McBride, the CEO of OptiBPO. Jamie, welcome to the program.
1: Yeah, thank you, Wayne, for having me.
0: It's always a pleasure now. I know that uh, last time you were on, we were talking about optimizing business process offshoring. That's a mouthful. What are the prerequisites for offshoring and outsourcing?
1: Yeah, look, Wayne, one of the things that's really important before we we think about offshoring or outsourcing is, are we ready? Uh, A lot of clients jump into it too quickly without spending the right time up front to think about the plan, to think about the right structures, and to think about the best approach. They throw the activities across the fence. It doesn't quite work out for them. Uh, Things fall in a heap, and then they say offshoring or outsourcing doesn't work. Uh, That's not the case. They've just approached it in their own way and they haven't thought through all of those different areas that are important to think through.
0: Now you work onshore to make sure that offshoring is successful. What is it that you do with a firm onshore?
1: Yeah, look, the, the things that we work through, there's the three main phases of um, plan, build and manage. In that first phase of planning, what's important is to have a look at the organisation and see are we ready? Uh, and by readiness, we mean, Do we have the right processes in place? A lot of the time, organisations have improvements that are required with their processes to get them up to the right level. So let's look at those processes, uh, let's think about what's needed with them, uh, and let's get them there. That also includes making sure we've got supporting standard operating procedures and documentation and other work instructions, such that when we build an offshore team, we've got all of that collateral You can get away with some of these things being missing when you've got a team sitting next to you by having someone sit next to them. With an offshore team, you need to make sure that we have all of these things in place. So while they make business sense, just from a basic ongoing business perspective, they make even more sense and they're a critical requirement in the offshore world. Look, another thing that's important too is to think about the organisation structure. Um, organization structure that could be in place uh, here onshore in Australia, New Zealand, Europe, wherever that might be. it doesn't mean that it's a one-to-one relationship with the offshore uh, organization. And by that it doesn't mean that you need two resources for one of yours to fill a capability gap. What it means is that sometimes the structure that you would have in that offshore organization would differ. and it could differ in terms of well how do you build leadership in your offshore team? as well as what additional activities can we put there. Now, one of the things that a lower cost offshore team provides you the opportunity to do is to build additional capacity that to do activities that you might not do otherwise. Um, The final bit of the puzzle is the system piece and just thinking, do we have uh, the right systems in place? One of the great things about it being 2017 is lots of systems are already in the cloud. Most systems can be accessed remotely, but we still want to make sure we've thought through those things to make sure sure that on day one they're ready. And that also includes telephony and getting that right. So there's those process questions, there's those structure questions, and there's those system questions that are important uh, for our clients and anyone to be successful in this space needs to work through.
0: I'm in conversation today with Jamie McBrien, the CEO of OptiBPO, and I'm chatting to him from Sydney, Australia. But it's fair to say, Jamie, uh, Sydney is just one of the locations you work in. Uh, Where else do you you function?
1: Yeah, look, our our two main offices are uh, Sydney and and London. Our Sydney office supports clients in Australia and New Zealand. uh, And our London office supports clients in in Europe, which we have a growing presence in.
0: And we've just been talking about uh, um, the steps that you need to take client firms through to ensure that they're business processing and offshoring is optimized and that they're ready onshore to function well offshore now outsourcing is a really big word what types of outsourcing should we be
1: thinking about yeah and look, i think one of the things that makes us different given the advisory services that we provide onshore is that we work with organizations to take them through the different types of outsourcing that, that are right for them And that doesn't mean that while we focus ourselves in terms of that managing ongoing, in terms of building dedicated teams in the Philippines, sometimes for other parts of the organization, that's not the right answer. And we, we always make sure that we work with clients towards the right answer. Some of the key areas where that might not be the right answer is around contact or call centers where you need specific technology and systems and solutions in place to be successful. Sometimes around payroll in certain industries because of the functional intricacies it, And in some IT development and support areas where, again, what you're looking for from an outsourcer is specific tools, structures, and frameworks that that, that, that you might not want to replicate in your own team. So we work with clients to work out what's best for them uh, and to point them in the right directions uh, when, when a dedicated team model is not going to be the right solution for them.
0: Jamie, is it the case that there's a lot more work needs to be done than just basically shipping the work offshore do you need to get a plan and a strategy in place for this
1: yeah look look uh, without a plan i think in anything that you do in business um, without a plan um, you're going to be cut loose Uh, it's it's really critical to get the right plan in place and as i said up front not think that it's an all or nothing affair we always encourage our clients to manage risk and to avoid service disruption and the best way to achieve that is to start small Get the team working. That gives you confidence uh, as someone who's embarking upon something new, taking those small steps that are attractable, uh, getting it right, getting confidence, um, building that trust within the organisation and then, then extending from there. So sometimes you know, this will take longer than what some people might think to, to realise the benefits and you can do it quicker. But that time spent up front we think is essential uh, to getting things right in the longer term.
0: Jamie, for people who want to know more, how can they get hold of you? Well,
1: we've, we've got our uh, website, um, optibpo.com, or you can call me directly. Uh, our contact details are, are on the website. My phone number in Australia is 4155 On our website, though, we have the, the contact details of our office in London as well.
0: Jamie, it's been a pleasure having you with me. Thank you for the time.
1: Thank you, Wayne.